It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Open Forum Wednesday. Will this be the night that the Kings clinch a playoff spot for the first time since 2006? Wow. I mean, if they don't beat the Blazers tonight, then there ought to be an investigation because Portland's not playing anybody at all. The Kings ought to go up there and destroy that team. Elsewhere in the NBA tonight, the Clippers are in Memphis. That's going to be an interesting game. Timberwolves and Suns. Kevin Durant is back for the Phoenix Suns, apparently. The Jazz are in San Antonio. Those are some of the other games in the West. The Lakers are in Chicago. The Mavericks are currently playing in Philly. It is 18-10 in the first quarter. Now 18-12, Dallas. All right? Those are your games involving the West right now. All right? When you look at the standings. Denver's got a three-game lead in the loss column over Memphis. They have got a three-game lead over Sacramento. Talking about Memphis, all right? 27 losses, 30 losses for Sacramento. Then comes Phoenix with 35 losses, followed by the Clippers with 36, the Warriors in Minnesota with 37, New Orleans and the Lakers eighth and ninth with 38 losses, and Oklahoma City currently in 10th. With 39 losses. Now remember, Memphis is playing the Clippers tonight. So the Clippers, if they lose, could very well fall out of fifth. Okay. Minnesota, big game tonight. Phoenix, something's got to give there. Minnesota's been playing very well. They've won four in a row. Don't think that each and every game is not important in the West this year. Because, oh boy, is it ever. Dallas is fighting for their lives, as we said, currently playing uh, in Philadelphia. All right, open form Wednesday. Which way do you want to go today? I need a leadoff man or woman. And you can start us off here on this open form Wednesday. Kings are in the driver's seat right now. In the driver's seat. Get the job done. Don't be messing around with this terrible Portland team. Adam Silver said he is hopeful of a new collective bargaining agreement deal by the end of the week. They have an initial deadline of Friday, and then the next deadline is June 30th. I don't really understand the purpose of more than one deadline, but that's the way it is. Okay? So Adam Silver coming out and talking about that uh, earlier today. Let's get to it. What do you want to get to? Need a leadoff man. Just had a great show with Jerry and Ryan. 
Don't forget, Ryan will have the pregame show coming up at 6.30, and then he'll join me at halftime and postgame as the Kings take on the Portland Trailblazers. Let's say hello to Jeff. Jeff, good to hear from you. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, Grant. How about you? I'm well, thank you. We're just getting up from under the snow again, believe it or not. Yesterday. Wow, how about that? Five inches. That's not very much, but anyways, um, I want to talk about this Lamar Jackson fiasco thing going on. Uh, yep. Do you think that somehow the owners of, I mean, or these gems have all got together and just said, we're not paying uh, what the Browns did. And uh, I mean, it just seems like he could have got some kind of offer, you know, from somebody. Well, he did. He got an offer from his own team and he turned it down. So, but I'm just saying, Yeah. all right, I'm going to put you as a general manager of a National Football League team. You know Lamar Jackson is unbelievably talented, but are you really going to give him that type of a deal that you gave to Sean Watson, which everyone in the league knows was a mistake, especially when you look at Lamar Jackson's, you know, health situation and the fact that, you know, Again, I would love to have him as the quarterback on my team. I think the guy's one of the very best in the league. But I'm not giving him a $250 million guaranteed deal. No, I agree with that. Don't, you know, don't do what the stupid Browns did with, with Watson. No, no, that, that's – but I'm just saying I, I, I just see that the trend is that they're just not going to pay it anymore and they're, gonna, they're just taking a stance, especially with this guarantee money is getting so out of hand. I think that Lamar Jackson has made a mistake by not having representation and every, you know, other people that are close to the national football league have said the same thing that in this particular instance, he really needed to have representation instead of being his own agent. You know, I think he's made a mistake in this regard. And what's that save of 3% or how much does an agent agency? I don't know. I think it's, I I don't know. Three to five percent, yeah. somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. But I mean, it's yeah. I mean, you, you take that percentage and they almost make it up to you by their negotiations. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, why you would not have representation in this type of a deal? But you know, to each their own. You know, he 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 decided to go down this road, and he <laughs> is uh, dealing with the ramifications of trying to get this done. By himself. Right. So other thing I want to talk about, the NCAA women's tournament, it seemed like the all top seeds got in there pretty much. The men's, it's just all over the place, fives and fours. And, you know, and what is one? Was it a, no, not UConn's not even a number one seed, were they? No, no, not one or two. You know, the, the, uh, here's the problem I have with the women's tournament. Okay. And, And I don't know what the answer is. I personally enjoy watching women's college basketball more than I enjoy watching women. I don't, I don't watch the WNBA. I don't know anybody that watches the WNBA. I mean, I don't, I don't know anybody that watches the WNBA. I I used to enjoy going to the, I I used to enjoy going to the games when Sacramento had a team and I would go to a couple games a year and I enjoyed it, but I honestly don't know anyone that watches the WNBA. I do know a lot of my friends that watch, the women's game on college basketball. I just wish there was a way 
where they would have their own two weeks instead of being in the middle of the men's tournament. That's that, it. That's, I, I wish they could figure that out. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Well, Grant, I thank you and go Kings tonight. Hopefully they can wrap it up. It was kind of a disappointment the yep. other night with the big house. There. No question. Everybody, the balloon was ready to burst, but, uh, they just got to step it up. And, uh, I watched that Warriors game last night. And they don't look like they're going away. Curry, nope. 35 nope. years old and he's still just knocking them dead. Curry. Guy's unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Thanks buddy. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Take care now. Let's move along to Connor. Connor, you're next here. How are you today? I'm doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, so one thing on the NFL before we get to the game and stuff tonight, I saw a report that John Marrow would be fine with Odell still coming to the Giants, and that was it'd be up to Joe Shane and Dable to make it happen. I mean, do you think that Odell Beckham fits into the category of guys like Kyrie Irving, DeMarcus Cousins and stuff that just – you would want nowhere near your team again? I don't know if I would go that. I, I don't think I would go down that road uh, based on his last stop and how well he was received in L.A. and everything. It doesn't make sense to me. You know, if I'm the Giants, I personally would not take that risk uh, and his flamboyancy. The Giants are a team that, you know, really is not into all of that stuff. You know, they don't really. I mean, obviously, you could say Kayvon Thibodeau's got some of that in him. But for the most part, you know, these the, the Giants players aren't headline seekers. You know, I think Thibodeau might be the only guy on the team. I personally would not want the circus that having Odell Beckham would create if he comes back to the Giants because it would be a circus. And I don't think the Giants need that. They've gone in a different direction. And I, I just I would not be a fan of that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I wouldn't think it would be the worst thing in the world, but if I could choose, I'd probably have I'd rather not have him on the team. I mean, obviously. He can still play in the NFL, and he's still a good receiver in the league. But I don't think well, we don't we know that. that drama we, we don't. We don't. We don't know that he's coming off an ACL again. So why would we assume that he's just going to be the way he was? I mean, we we really don't know that. We have to wait and see. Yeah, that's a fair point. And then one of the talk some things about the NBA that I've seen recently. It's been we heard before with the Lakers reportedly saying they wanted to play the Kings in the first round. And then today I saw Brian Windhorst on ESPN. He says that the Kings are the mark. All the teams that are in the playoff hunt should be trying to get to the sixth seed to play the Kings in the first round. I mean, at this point, it's just getting ridiculous with the national media. And obviously I know like the way to shut them up and everything is to prove it and play well in the playoffs. But I don't understand I mean, this that. Is a three you know. seed. I mean, he said that they're stuck in the three seed. I mean, that terminology, instead of like this team – had an incredible season and earns the three joke. seed. They just, they're stuck there and they're not going to move up. I mean, it's a, you know, it, it's, it's a joke. You know, it, it really is. It's, it's an absolute joke. Now, do I think the Kings would be favored if they were matched up against Phoenix with Kevin Durant healthy? No. Do I think they'll be favored if they play Golden State, assuming Andrew Wiggins is back and they're healthy? No, but I, I, I still don't think they would be easy series for those teams. And, you know, how does a team that's 45 and 30, okay, get, and, and by the way, 22 and 14 on the road, how does a team like that not get respect from someone like Brian Windhorst? I don't quite understand that. I really don't. 
Yeah, neither do I. And then another thing, after you had that conversation with Waggis, I think it was yesterday, you were talking about cousins and all that stuff. I saw something on Twitter after that from a credible source that said, DeMarcus Cousins wants to know the real reason why he isn't in the NBA anymore. Like, that's just... Yeah, I saw that I saw that on the internet. He, he was on some show or being interviewed by somebody and said that. Again, he's still at this age of his life has not come to terms with the reality of his situation. He's, he's always in denial and he's always been in denial. And here he is still in denial about why he's not in the league. And it's, it's really sad actually is what it is. It's sad. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It is sad that he can't just move on and kind of look in the mirror and understand that he's not in the league because no team wants to play with a personality like that. He's had an injury riddled career the past couple of years and he hasn't yep. shown that he's an NBA talent in the last few years. No, he hasn't, you know, and again, it's uh, it's a shame that he has to ask that type of a question, but I did see that. Yes. Yeah. And then last thing, the game tonight, obviously big letdown against Minnesota. I really hope they can just get it done tonight. I mean, I wouldn't agree with you that I'd be shocked if they lost just because of, I mean, the same old Kings and all that, but there's absolutely no shocked. reason to lose this game. I mean, the Blazers, like you said, they've given up and stuff. I just hope, although it's on the road, I'm sure there'll be a lot of Kings fans in attendance. Uh, tonight can just finally be the night for the fans. I would be shocked. Okay. And I'm telling you, uh, if the Kings lose tonight, it will be the worst loss of the year. Okay. Let me, let me tell you these games that the Blazers have played during their, I think they've lost nine of 10. All right. They, they uh, lost to Boston 115 to 93. They lost to Philly only by a point. They lost to New Orleans by 17. They lost to the Knicks at home, 123 to 107. They lost to Boston at home, 126 to 112. They lost to the Clippers at home, 117 to 102. On the 23rd of this month, they did go into Utah and win 127 to 115. Damian Lillard, by the way, played in that game. All right. They lost to Chicago three games ago at home, 124 to 96. They lost at home to Oklahoma City, 118 to 112. And in their last game at home, they lost to the Pelicans, 124 to 90. I will be shocked, shocked if the Kings do not win this game and win it easily. And I mean by easily, they'll win this game by 20 or more points. Yeah, I guess my point is that they just still need to come out and play with better energy in the first quarter than they did in Minnesota. I mean, this is these are still NBA players. This is still an NBA team. And I think another point is that the Blazers, I mean, they've shut a lot of guys down. So a lot of these guys on the court tonight are probably going to be playing for roster spots and to shine some light on their play tonight. I would agree with that. There are a lot of players that are going to be hungry on the floor tonight, but it's a talent-based league, and the Kings' talent is far superior to the Blazers right now. Yeah, I agree. That's all I got. Go Kings. Thank you, buddy. Yep. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, let's get to some more folks, and we uh, say hello to Rich. Hello, Rich. Hello, Grant. How the heck are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, good. It's always nice to follow up with my grandson Connor from you know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, I really like I like the way he he looks at things and stuff. It's 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 pretty awesome. His his knowledge is great for his age, and and yep, I really respect that. Um, but uh, I I think that you know he the statement that he said that he wouldn't be surprised if the Kings lost him. I I don't agree with that at all. I would be totally totally you know disappointed if the Kings lost in this game tonight. It's just I'd be shocked. No way. I'd, it's yeah. a, I, I'd yeah. be shocked, shocked that the Kings don't win is, tonight. Is actually a better word than surprise. I'd be totally yep. shocked too. They have yep. to win tonight, and I don't want to leave it up to the Clippers or you know we we got to yep. do it on our own, you know, and yep. uh, we don't want to rely on any other team to bring us into the playoffs. And so I I actually hope the Clippers win at this five o'clock game that's coming on, you know, uh, yep. because I don't want to I don't want them to bring us into the into the uh, the playoffs. Um, but, uh, you know, here I am in San Diego. And of course, as you well know, there's a lot of excitement around town with, uh, the Aztecs, you know, in the final yeah. four. And, and I, I, I want you to let Ryan and Sacktown know that if he wants to come to San Diego this weekend, I'll put him up and we'll go to the, one of the best sports bars here in, in San Diego and watch a game together. Okay. All right. Well, so he's listening, throw, so I'm now, yeah, I know. Go. I see. I see. He's on on the deal, and I just want to let him know that. Okay, and uh, it's it's one of the newest. Uh, it's it's an awesome spot, and I was there last Friday, and frick, I came home that night, and I didn't have a voice left, and it was so much fun, and uh, yeah. you know, just all the Aztecs fans, and it made me feel young again. Actually, hey, and I'm you not, know what? Uh, do guy. me a favor. Do me a yeah. favor because before the show began, he was asking me if I had your phone number, and I do not. Okay. Send me an email to okay. gnapier at gmail.com. Okay. Gnapier okay. at gmail.com. Okay. And give me your phone number so I can pass okay. it on to him. Okay. Okay. I, I sure will, my friend. Okay. You got it. Thank you, Rich. You take care. All right. Let's go, Kings. Let's bye get bye. it tonight, man. Let's clinch it. Yep. All right. Take care. Take brother. care, buddy. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We are now moving on to uh, Al. Al, good to have you on the show today. How are you? Hello, Al. All right, we got another problem with Al, which is, uh, I know, very frustrating for him. John, how are you, sir? I'm all right. Can you hear me? Yes, of course I can. All right, good deal. Um, hey, Connor, great, great call from him. Great call from Waggus yesterday, actually, to start. I mean, an hour went yeah. by, an hour yep. flew by, and tons of content that he has, and him being a young man at King's Fan at Kings games and so forth. It, it made great. me wonder exactly how old he, or about how old he is. I'm guessing he's between eight and he was between eight and 14 back in 2002. So, you know, we could do the math on that. Not that it really yeah. matters. But well, I guess has got great content every time he calls. I, uh, he's I great. That. Yes, he does. Yeah. And I want to say the same thing about Rich's grandson, Connor. Hey, he did a great job the other <laughs> night on, Post game, and he he does fantastic. A ball of energy, ain't he, Grant? <laughs> I'll tell you, he's as knowledgeable as anybody that we have on this show. Uh, his knowledge is through the roof. So I always appreciate when he chimes in, for sure. Yeah. Hey, so do I. His knowledge is you know far superior to mine, and I'm not afraid to admit that, man. I'm I'm 55, and I'm still learning things, and happy to do it. Yeah. But yeah. But it was a. It, it's great having those guys, and I didn't know Rich was his grandfather until maybe a couple of days ago. My son and I thought we heard him say that. No, 
and now today it's con confirmation i guess so that's yeah, at least awesome. he's taking he's taking him on as his grandson that's exactly right he's proud of him and he's he's yeah. like man okay you know so i like that yeah uh, yeah i dig it too um hey i think the kings if they win by five or eight i they should win if they're going to win by 20 they may as well win by 40 but for some reason i think it's going to be closer than that i think it's going to be maybe one I'm sure we'll probably get close to 120s, you know, maybe if you say 118 to 108 or 110, I think it's going to be a little closer than uh, than a win by 20, just for some reason, just because uh, they're young guys on the opposite squad going against us who are really, really fast. And that's just how it's going to go. And also, Grant, I heard your rant about Portland and giving yep. up, and that is so freaking ridiculous to me it yep. would not it would not fly in little league baseball and and when i was playing football at 12 13 years old it wouldn't fly in junior high high school that shit would not fly i'm amazed that it flies in the pros it wouldn't fly in any college team you know what i mean you look at the four and you know i love college basketball that wouldn't happen in any of the any of the 32 college teams there it is no. ridiculous to me i'm with you it is absurd no question about it bad for the league it, it absolutely is man and uh hey man we could go on all day i want to let you get other callers but um i'm cooking new york's tonight and usually when i cook new york's yeah. we get a king's win all right okay i like that thanks bud enjoy have a take great care one, have a great one you too you too Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. I've got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Z-Biotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Z-Biotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked remember go to zbiotics.com slash grant use the code grant at checkout for 15 percent off thank you zbiotics for sponsoring this episode and our good times hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. All right, let's get let's see if we got Al reconnected. Uh, Al, hopefully I can hear you this time. Go ahead. Hey, Grant, can you hear me all right? Yep, got you now, buddy. Go ahead. I'm sorry about that. I just had to on a talk here. Something was, I didn't get a chance to listen to the call show live yesterday, but I went back and listened to it. And your call with Jerry kind of struck me a little bit. So I wanted to call you and, and kind of make a comment if I could. And yeah, of course uh, you my, can. Yeah. My, my personal interpretation, Bonneville's uh, racial makeup of their board really, to me, wasn't anything of a consideration until until they fired you. Because if, you know, I think any a lot of corporations could have all white males on their board of directors and be very ethical in their hiring uh, practices and even diversify in other areas. But I think to me, the real question with Bonneville came to the came to light with when they showed their hypocritical ways by firing you for saying all lives matter, every single one. So. I just that's why I have a lawsuit. That's why I have a lawsuit in federal court. I do. And I so I don't think that it was anything that you would really have thought about when you first took the job. I mean, how old were you when you took the job in 87? I think were you like well, 20 they, they, they years only, old? They only own they only own the uh, radio station for the last three years that I was there. It was owned by CBS Radio. And then before that, another company. So they, right. they didn't buy the station until. I want to say 2017. Yeah, so it just kind of like hit me kind of funny with the comments to, you know, you know, leaning towards, uh, you know, diversity and, and, and the woke movement and, and to, to me. And, you know, it was more of a matter of, you know, their, their, their hypocrisy came to, a, came to a head and put it, put it out there when they, when they fired you for a, a, a really a, a ridiculous situation. So that, that was just kind of wonder when that by you. That's my own thoughts. Cause yep. there's this, you know, I don't think as a young man, when you're got a career opportunity, I didn't know they were just taken over for the last three years, a, yep. a lifetime. If you're getting, if someone presents you with a lifetime career opportunity, when I'm taking a job, I'll be honest with you. Now I'm 65 and I'm white. I don't look at the board of directors if it's a if it's a yeah. really great opportunity, I'm not really looking at the the diversity at the board of directors because I think it's falls back back on quotas. You know, maybe they they did. Maybe if they're all white males, maybe they were the most qualified people. Who's to say? I'm not even going to speak on it. You know, again, I have a lawsuit going on in federal court, and uh, I'll let the attorneys uh, get into all yeah. of that. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm not even going to go there. I just made my point based on facts, based on what I know. Yeah. Uh, I think. It, I think right. the vast majority of people understand that what happened to me was a travesty. Yeah. There are some that agree with what happened to me, but the vast majority of people do not agree with it. They understand that I was railroaded. They, they get it, yeah. and, uh, and I, I and I totally that, agree with that. Yeah, and I agree yeah, with that. I'm just, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, and I just it just kind of struck me because you know. You, it, it wasn't. It didn't really come to me. It didn't become an issue until they 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 fired you because that's when their hypocrisy really went. You know, put itself up there for the public to see their hypocr hypocritical double standards. So I'll just let you go, man. Thanks for hearing me out. Take care.
Thank you, Al. Take care. Appreciate it. All right. We uh, are having fun here on Open Forum Wednesday, talking about a variety of topics. Ryan with the pregame, and then he'll join me at halftime and postgame as well as the Kings take on the Blazers. I do not think this game will be close tonight. I don't think it will be close at all. I think the Kings will destroy the Portland Trailblazers tonight. And if they do not win this game, I will be shocked, okay? I'll be very surprised if the game is close. But I will be shocked if this game is not won by the Sacramento Kings. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I don't see how the Kings do not go in there tonight and take control of this game early. All right, let's move along to uh, Brian. Brian, good to have you on the show. How are you today? Hey, Grant, I'm well. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Hey, switching gears, uh, did you read them up on the NFL Thursday night uh, update with yes. the owners? On, yes. Did you, if you've talked on that, I apologize. Did you? What's your take on that? I don't think it works. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Um, I think that... Uh, the fans are going to be unbelievably inconvenienced, particularly those that uh, make travel plans to go to road games and things of that nature. Uh, I'm not a fan of playing more than one Thursday night game a year uh, unless you're in a situation where you play on Thanksgiving and then you play again the following Thursday or something like that. But I am not a fan of playing more than once on a short week during the NFL. So, I am not a fan of that. I don't like it. What about you? 100% agree. I, I'm i surprised they doubled down on it, more or less. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's already an issue. And, you know, and I speak out of the both ends, ends here. I mean, I, I love the NFL as much as anybody. You know, NFL Thursday night games, you know, I'm going to tune in. All the fantasy aspects as we've, as we've discussed on the show at length. But at the same time, it's just hypocritical with, with, the the care for the 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 their players and their health things of that nature to now have a possible second game it just does not make sense i know i know, you know? now they 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 have decided they're not going to flex thursday night games but they have agreed to modify the existing rule that would allow okay okay would allow a team to play a maximum of two short week games i don't think teams should be playing more than one short week game a year. I mean, I, it doesn't make sense to me. It makes no sense at all. Yeah. And the one scenario that you just alluded to is around Thanksgiving, where I know like the Cowboys, I've seen them play two Thursday nights in a row. Then you get back yep. on, a norm, on a normal rest schedule. But the uh, spontaneous schedule of, of, of that Thursday, I'm real, I was really surprised by that. I just want to get your thoughts on it. Yep. Thank you very much. I appreciate yep. that. Talk to you okay. again. Bye. You know, Roger Goodell said, quote, I don't think we are putting Amazon, which has the Thursday night package, over players' interest. Quote, we look at data with respect to injuries and impact on players. I think we have data that's very clear. It doesn't show a higher injury rate. I hear from a lot of players directly, too. They have 10 days off afterwards, so there's some benefits on that side. You know, the bottom line is that the, the biggest issue with games on a short week is they're, they're crappy games, generally speaking. Okay. And the other issue is 
that very often, particularly in the second half of the season, you have a lot of players that don't play on the Thursday night games because their body is not recovered yet. And had they played from Sunday to Sunday, those extra three days would allow them to get on the field. So you have that other issue as well. But in terms of flexing games for Thursday night, not going to happen, nor should it happen, in my opinion. Should not happen. All right. If you want to get in on the program before we wrap it up, now is your opportunity. We'll take your phone call here on Open Forum Wednesday. Don't forget, Ryan is going to be on at 6.30. All right. So he's going to be coming up in an hour. And then he will join me at halftime and postgame. If you missed the show earlier today on YouTube with Jerry Reynolds and Ryan, you can check it out at your leisure. Also, my rant today is on the Portland Trailblazers, so make sure you check that out as well. All right, we get to uh, Ryan in Sacktown. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. Um, I just wanted to add on to that conversation really quick that Brian brought up on Thursday Night Football. Here's the other aspect. If I'm a fan or a season ticket holder, I don't want to see one of my premium games that may affect the playoffs flex to a Thursday where I'm rushing from the office to get to the football game and then have to go to work the next day. Amen. It's That's why I said it's awful for the fans, too. It would be terrible for the fans. So it doesn't make sense in any way, shape, or form. But the NFL doesn't care about their fans. They've never cared about their fans. So they wouldn't give a damn about fans being inconvenienced and whether they're, you know, got to get up the next morning or they don't care about that. That's, no, that's all the obvious. NFL cares about is making sure that Amazon's getting enough bang for their yep. buck. That's all it is. Yep, that's right. Yep. And then, and, and, uh, but the fans always get screwed on these type of deals, but it's not going to happen. The owners have tabled that. It's not going to be voted on. Very good. Very good. All right, buddy. See you soon. Have a good pregame. Yep. Thank you. Take care. All right. Good stuff. All right. Don't forget pregame, halftime, postgame. We're wrapping it up today. You take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow. So long, everybody.